Hey, hey, welcome to Beyond the Couch. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a coffee-obsessed licensed psychologist on a mission to break the stigma of mental health and normalize help-seeking. In this show, we leave the psychobabble at the door to speak openly about our growth and struggles. Together, we will challenge the status quo, stop living below our potential, and dive deep into self-exploration of all areas of our health and wellness, because all roads lead back to our mental health. A quick caveat, this show is not mental health treatment and is not intended to be a substitute for mental health treatment. In the show notes, you can grab the free quick start guide to finding a therapist, along with crisis resources, should you need them. All right, let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Couch. This is your host, Dr. Christine Jehu. And as always, I am so thankful that you are here. We are continuing our Mental Health Hero series out from last month when it was Mental Health Awareness Month, and my friend Lena is on the show today to share with us about her Mental Health Hero story that is um, sort of centered and grounded in her experience of grief and loss. But before we get into Lena and all of what she's about, I just want to remind you about the Beyond the Couch Insiders email list. If you've been here for a while, you know that the Insider list um, is really where it's at. I will be really honest with you that social media and I have a love-hate relationship. And so my focus right now and in the coming months is to bring you high quality content on the podcast and also in the insiders list. So that is an email that comes to you once a week on Tuesdays, the same day that episodes drop. And that's also where you get the answer to the insider exclusive question that is asked of all of our guests. It's a different question for each person. And that's where you get the answers. So make sure that you head over to the show notes um, and click that little become an insider's list link and you just drop your name and email there and bada bing bada boom you're on the list um and I promise you that I'm not I don't spam you that's gross I'm not about that life (laughs) okay and you are definitely going to be what gonna want to be on it you are going to want to get on this list because Lena's answer to the insider exclusive question is fire. So if this is, I cannot talk today. (laughs) If this is your first time listening and you're not on the list yet um, and you want Lena's answer, please make sure you sign up and then send me an email. No, send me an Instagram message. (laughs) Oh, this is funny. What? I need more coffee. I've had so much, but I need some more. Send me a DM on Instagram at the real Dr. Jehu. I may not be super active in the feed and all of that, but I'm always checking uh, my messages and interacting in that way. Uh, let me know that you just signed up and that you want to hear Lena's answer, and I can send over uh, today's email to you. Okay, lots of jumbled conversation and words from me today. So let's talk about Lena. Lena is a physical therapist. She is also a podcast host and a speaker. Her mission is to empower women to anchor deeply within their own strengths and desires to uncover their full potential through blending all aspects of health, the mental, the emotional, the physical, and spiritual. Lena empowers you to grow into the people that we are meant to be while creating lives that are fulfilling, joyful, and aligned. 
Her podcast is the Anchor Within podcast, and it intertwines mindset, personal growth, health, and wellness to build a strong foundation in pursuit of becoming the people we are meant to be. Y'all, you you want to tune in. You're here. You're listening to this intro, this interview. Like She's got fire quote after fire quote after fire quote. So I'm going to stop talking because I'm a jumbled mess today <laughs> and kick us over to the interview with my friend, Lena. All right. Lena, welcome to Beyond the Couch. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Christine. Of course. Well, let's just kick things off and share with the listeners who you are, where you're from, and all of the things that make you awesome. (laughs) Well, my name is Lena. I am currently living in Pittsburgh, PA. I, long story short, I was born in Bulgaria, moved to the U.S. when I was like five years old. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so cool. <laughs> I grew up here um, in Pittsburgh. I've been here my whole life, but technically, when people ask where I'm from, I was like, "Well, technically, you know." So, <laughs> born yeah, in Bulgaria, so live in Pittsburgh. Do you have dual citizenship? Yeah. Oh, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is kind of my who I where I'm from, but. I am a physical therapist on paper (laughs) for my nine to five. Um, Outside of that, though, I am a wife. I am soon to be a mama, growing a tiny human, which is just wild. Um, Cat mom. And also I have a podcast and trying to grow a business, writing a book. There's a lot going on in my world right now. Oh my gosh, what aren't you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. There's a lot going on in my world right now. But so I'm just trying to learn how to like navigate it all and really focus on myself and my mental health too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So we're going to warm things up with a question that I pulled for you. And yours is, what is something new you recently tried and loved? Oh my. Hmm. This is a really good question. (laughs) What have I tried recently that is new? (laughs) So can it be like anything? anything. Okay. I had, I started taking, um, because I had really, really bad morning sickness for the first, Mm. it's like still here, but like going away and I wasn't able to really drink water or eat anything. So I started taking this electric electrolyte powder called Ultima and it is so good. Yes. So good. I I love, I love all of them, but the pink lemonade and the lemonade right now are my favorites. Oh, nice. I think I do like a raspberry. Yeah. The blue raspberry. I really like too but it hasn't really been sitting well with me. So lemonade it is. (laughs) I can't imagine what it must be like to like not even be able to drink water and have it settle. Yeah. It has not been fun, but we're getting through it. We're towards the end, almost into the second trimester next week. So. Oh my gosh. Congrats. That's so exciting. Oh, and y'all just like bought a house. Like you're doing all the things. Yes. We did just buy a house, which has also been extremely stressful at one, all at one time. (laughs) Have you moved yet? No, it needs a lot of work. So we extended our lease so that we can do the work. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. Literally all the things. (laughs) So many things. Oh my gosh. Well, you said trying to navigate your mental health through all of this. So let's dig into that. I'm I'm really thankful that you are open and willing to share your mental health hero story with us. I am like a true believer that our stories help to save lives. So um Thank you. And I know that our story um, shares some similarities as we um, talk about loss. So yours has, your story has really been impacted recently by the loss of your father Mm -hmm. and then also really looking to find purpose after loss. So 
take us where you'd like and and share the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So I lost my dad in September of 2021 after like two years of fighting pancreatic cancer. Mm. And shortly after that, like five days after that, I got COVID. (laughs) So it was just like such a nightmare of three weeks of one, you know, navigating the sadness and the grief, but also being so physically exhausted from being sick physically that it was just like such a hard couple of weeks to really navigate. Um, and then most recently, like you just said, we bought a house and, you know, I was like really doing well with this, like whole navigating grief thing. And then all of a sudden we bought this house and like last Thursday I had this crazy mental breakdown mm-hmm. where I just started crying and I didn't know why. And the more that I cried and processed, I realized that like, I was just so sad that we bought this house that needs all this work. And like, my dad was always the one to do the work, the electrical, the plumbing, like putting up the drywall, like, and like, my dad's not here to help me. Like, how am I supposed to do this? I have no idea. Like YouTube's not the same, you know? Yeah. No. Um, so that has been in the last like week or so that I've been really trying to navigate how that's kind of going to fit in. And now that I'm also pregnant, I'm like, well, my dad's not going to be here to see my child mm-hmm. and my wedding is this coming Saturday. So a week from the day of this recording, May 21st. Wow. We're already married. We got married before my dad died at the hospital, okay. but we still are having like our whole wedding and it's just like, okay, yeah, he got to see us get married, but he's still not going to be there. Right. right. So it's just like such a mess of mental things. It's like happy emotions and like sad emotions all at the same time. And they're just like colliding and really learning how to navigate those while I'm also like sitting by the toilet, throwing up all day long. (laughs) This is literally like (laughs) the most epic mix of emotions and like Like body feelings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like, how do you do that when you have, when you get this wave what do you, like, how do you process through that? A lot of crying one, because okay. my emotions are extremely heightened from hormones right now too. Yeah. So, you know, I just start crying randomly for no reason. Sometimes like I'll just be driving and listening to a song and I'm like, that is such a cute line. <laughs> just yep. start crying. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think what's really been helping me is just being able to be compassionate and give myself grace and navigating mm-hmm. all of it which yes. has been a practice that I've had to learn, but also learning how to put myself first as an Enneagram too, like trying to always please everyone but me, yes. but really having to set those boundaries and say, no, I can't come out with you today. Or I know we had plans, but I'm just not feeling well. I can't come. Like I have too much other stuff going on and being able to take a step back, look at, my life right now objectively and say, it's not that bad. Like there's so many good things going on Mm -hmm. and yeah, like my dad's not here. He's not here to help me through it. He's not here to see all of these incredible things, but if I don't enjoy them, then it's almost like I am, I don't want to say like forgetting him, but like not honoring his memory kind of. Mm, Yeah. And so I think that's been really, really helpful for me is to really look at it objectively and say, yeah, there's two total polar opposites going on inside my body right now. But when I'm able to take a step back and look at them and see that instead of working against each other, I can intertwine them and help them work with each other. Yes. I'm able to really see 
that it's okay to feel these things at the same time Mm -hmm. and they're allowed to coexist. And that's been really helpful in just navigating all of the emotions at one time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we live in such a polarized world right now, right? Yeah. And like people say, well, how how can you be happy and sad at the same time? But it's so true that we can hold these conflicting emotions. It feels fucking weird and it's yeah. it's not easy to navigate. But I love what you said at the beginning of like being compassionate and giving mm-hmm. yourself grace. Like that's the key, right, to holding those two emotions. And I think we can learn so much when we allow those to have space to exist together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And having that compassion with yourself isn't something that's easy because we are always harder on ourselves than anyone else. And it's been a journey of learning how to be compassionate with myself. That's taken years. I mean, this isn't something that all of this suddenly happened in my life. And now I'm like able to be compassionate with myself. I still struggle with it. Right. And But now having gone through so many different things in my life and learning how to really navigate all of it, I'm able to take that step back and say, okay, this is really hard. (laughs) What you're going through, you have a million things that are on your plate right now. Like, how do you juggle it? It's okay to say like, this one thing isn't necessarily important right now. It can wait until tomorrow or it can wait until next month. It doesn't have to get done immediately. You don't have to do it all at one time. And that's where I really find that compassion for myself is being able to look at the situation again, objectively and say, okay, I have like a million fucking things going on right now, but I can do half of them because I need to get done, shower, eat when I can. Right, <laughs> you know, like basic human needs, those things, they need to get done. They're non-negotiable. Like I have to take care of myself because if I don't take care of me, everything else is going to fall apart. Yeah. And then you look at it on the other end too. And you say, okay, so maybe right now this podcast doesn't need to get recorded because I'm about to vomit everywhere. So I haven't, oh, up- <laughs> like I haven't uploaded a podcast episode except for this last Thursday, because it was an interview with, I did with somebody and and probably since like the middle of April, which mm. is almost a month. And I was always so consistent. And I was like, oh my God, like, what are people going to think? Are they going to think I'm done? Like, I'm not quitting, like all this stuff. But in reality, like, I just don't have the bandwidth or the energy right now to show up the way that I want to show up on my podcast. And yeah. it's not fair for me to half-ass it and give half of that energy. So mm-hmm. really being able to decide what is actually important right now and what can wait until some of this kind of settles. Yes. Oh, that's so important to do and not easy if that's not like how you're wired. So I love that you've been able to do that. Um, So I think that grief has a lot of like a lot of cultural isms around Mm -hmm. grief. And I don't think the United States of America does grief well. I'll just say we like, it's real shitty here. Um, So maybe what are some of the misconceptions that you had about grief and the process of grief and loss and how those have shifted since your dad passed? Well, the biggest thing is, you know, like you go to school and you take like a psych 101 class and they're like, there's like the five stages of grief and you have Uh to go through every single one of them in this order and then you're done. And then it's, it's all butterflies and rainbows and happy little unicorns, you know? And then you're like, okay, there's like, I don't even know exactly what the five stages of grief are, but I like know 
that I have not gone through every single one of them. Nope. And some of them I've been in since it happened and still am. Others I haven't even like gotten to. Yeah. And that's okay. Yes. It, and that was my biggest thing. I was like, oh my God, I ha- it's been a week and I haven't gone through all of these things. How am I supposed to get through this? Like mm-hmm. not only on top of that, but I also have COVID and I can't really process oh things right now, you right. know? <laughs> so I think that was like the biggest uh, thing was that we're taught that it's almost like you're, it's robotic. Like you go through one, two, three, four, five, and then you're done. And it never comes up again until you buy a house and have a baby. And you're like, okay, I'm going through all of it again at one time. Like it just happened. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing that's not talked about a lot about that, that the, I think it's like seven stages, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, was created on research that was done on folks who were in the process of dying. And so it's not actually the stages of grief of folks who continue to live. Yeah. And so, you know, we we all go to the grief stages from that literature, but like it's not it's not the everyday human, right? And it really isn't linear and it's all it's this fucking cluster of things that just exist and show up. And some days there's good days and some days you're angry and some days you're bargaining and like some Mm -hmm. days you're doing all of it. Like every minute is a different part of it. Yeah. And sometimes you're doing all of it at one time. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is happening in my head right now? And vomiting because you have morning sickness. (laughs) Also at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) But that, and also just realizing that everyone is so different. Yes. Right. The biggest thing I realized yes. was that this was my dad and other people have also lost their fathers, but they've had different relationships with their mm. parents. Yep. So you cannot compare anybody's journey. I can't even compare what I'm going through with what my brother is going through, right. let alone what my mom is going through. Cause it's totally different relationship. But if yep. someone's like, okay, my dad died and this is how I handled it. And then my dad died. This is how I handled it. The next person, the next person, the next person. It's yeah. so different because the relationships are different. Totally. Maybe someone's really, really close with their dad. And that's like the only, you know, figure that they have in their life. Someone else hasn't talked to their dad in 10 years. Yep. Right. So how do you go about navigating that situation when it's all just, you Google something and it's like in this pretty little wrapped up present with a little cute little bow on top. Right. And then you're like, None of this applies to me, even though it's like the same, like a similar situation. This person's dad died and none of it applies to me. How does that even work? Exactly. (laughs) Right. So everything is just so individualized. Yes. And that can be really confusing if we're trying to look to other people's stories for the quote unquote way to do grief. Yeah. When just like you said, it, it is so different and relationships are complex and the complexity of relationships makes the grief process different, complex, confusing. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So one of the things that we've been doing on the pod lately is these insider exclusive questions. So everyone hears the question on the podcast, but only the folks who are on the insider email list get the answer. So, okay. (laughs) So your insider exclusive question is what is the greatest lesson that you've learned about yourself through your mental health journey? So much like strength and empowerment 
in your story. I'm like feeling really energized, right? It's like holding that both, right? Like yeah. to say that I'm feeling energized and, and empowered and encouraged from your story of loss, like feels weird, but yeah. they can exist together. And that's Absolutely. kind of the purpose of this conversation, right? It's like yeah, seeing how someone myself, who is just a regular person, I've got nothing special about me, just like everyone here, right? Like we're all, we're all human and we all have these emotions, but knowing that people do get past and through these things. And that doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't mean that there's no destination of like, okay, I'm here, I'm done. Like it's never going to hit me again. But knowing that there are ways you can navigate it and pull something good out of a shitty situation through hearing a story like that, like that's why I'm here to share it because people go through things like this all of the time, every single day, all the time. Yeah. And being able to share that with other people and say, Hey, I know this is hard, whatever it is you're going through. It doesn't matter if it's losing a parent or losing a job, or maybe you're just have a million things going on in your life and you don't know how to navigate it. Whatever Mm -hmm. hard thing you're going through right now, there's a transformation on the other side of it. You just have to be willing to see it. Yes. Preach that. Mm. Yes. Love it. Oh my gosh. So much juice from this. (laughs) So one of the things that we're doing on the pod this year is taking it back to basics. So for you, when you think of taking it back to basics for your mental health, what are three tips that you have for the listener? Number one is listening to your body, doing Mm. what you need to do in the moment. Because right now I can tell you that those 6 a.m., 5 a.m. Peloton workouts aren't working for me. <laughs> My body doesn't need that. Um, right now, like I used to wake up at 4.30, I would do my meditation, I would journal, I would do all of these things. I would work out, I would get ready for the day. That was my morning routine. Right now, my morning routine looks like getting up and just surviving the morning. And that's okay. Taking a shower and brushing my teeth, remembering to brush my teeth because sometimes I forget and I get to work and I'm like, oh shit, where's my gum? Like, <laughs> good thing I'm still wearing a mask in the clinic, right? I'm like, <laughs> um, so really just listening to what you need in the moment. The second thing would be to focus on what energizes you, what makes you happy, what lights you up. I am a generator. So everything to me is like in human design, if anyone's listening, I... I do things because they light me up and they make me happy and they like literally light a fire within me. So Mm. do things that make you happy. Yes. Whether it's watching Netflix instead of, I don't know, whatever you have to do, like washing the dishes, like it's okay to leave the dishes for tomorrow. It's fine. I hate dishes. (laughs) Don't get done. It's okay. Eventually you're going to run out and you're going to have to do them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Like, There are things where sometimes you just have to, again, like we were talking earlier, prioritize what has to get done right now and what can wait until tomorrow or next month. And then the other thing is really just be able to have that compassion with yourself and set boundaries. Because Mm -hmm. if you are constantly saying yes to things and overfilling your plate, you're going to come to a point where you're going to have to start saying no. So start saying no ahead of time so that you don't get to that point of burnout where you feel like you're all over the place and there's like nowhere to go from here. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, those are so good. So solid. All right. What it, what have we not touched on that you want to make sure that you share that we talk about? I think getting, if you get anything out of this episode, it's really having that self-awareness to say, 
to listen to your body, what you need in the moment and be able to just live your life for you. Because at the end of the day, we don't know how many days we've got here. Anything can happen at any moment. And I don't know about you, but the worst thing I can imagine in my life is getting to the end and not having touched the surface of the potential I have, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. living for everyone else and having regrets of things I did or didn't do that I wanted to because other people didn't want it for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Live your life for you. Yeah. There's an episode title for you. <laughs> whoop, whoop, let's go. <laughs> All right. So to wrap us up, tell us about your podcast, anything you have to offer, how the listeners connect can connect with you. Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram mostly right now, again, taking a step back from that for my mental health, but yes, that's where I mostly hang out. Um, my Instagram is at the Lena Latini and my podcast is anchor within it's, you know, self-discovery meets health and fitness and you know, just really trying to intertwine all aspects of health, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. So we talk about a wide range of things on the podcast and really just trying to anchor within our own bodies, our own strengths and our own desire so we can live our own lives. I love that. I love that. And we'll link everything up in the show notes. Yeah. And I'm um, writing a book, but that's just in the very beginning stages. So <laughs> I really have nothing on that yet. So my book is actually, I'm writing it on navigating the process of grief while you're in it. Because what I found when I was in that moment was a lot of the books, a lot of the podcasts, a lot of the things that were out there were about or from people who were so far removed from the original situation Mm -hmm. that it was kind of like, okay, 10 years later, this is how I navigated it. This is how I got to the point I'm at today. But there wasn't anything with like the raw real emotion of going through and actually pulling the purpose from the pain, pulling the lessons from the situation. And like when I was having that meltdown the other day, I just wrote this entire thing in my phone of how I was feeling Mm. so that when I went to write it, I can pull from those emotions because I felt like everything I was reading was like, again, wrapped up in a bow, here Uh you go. But it wasn't like the messiness, the ugly, the non-sexy side of it. So that's really what I'm trying to pull is that raw, real, unsexy emotion to say, hey, I don't have it figured out. And I may never have it figured out, but that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. And that's so needed. And you're right, because it all comes out on the other side with the bows. And we need need that, that, the raw, nasty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I'm so thankful that you came on today and I, I love what you're putting out in the world and the impact that you're having. And I, I just know that this episode is going to help so many people. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening in today. Will you do me a quick favor? Since we're on the mission together to break the stigma of mental health, will you share this episode with a friend? Click the share button right there in your app and text it over to them. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, we'll talk soon.